0: Thank you for lending an ear to the voice of The Times for Saturday, August 12, 2023. For today's editorial No need to panic over low Q2 GDP. While the government's economic team naturally tried to put the 4.3% second quarter, Q2, gross domestic product, GDP, growth rate in the best light, the result was almost universally described elsewhere as disappointing and below expectations. A higher GDP growth figure would have obviously made for happier headlines, but the result as it is, contrary to most analysts' views, should not have been completely unexpected, and is not an indicator of economic decline or instability. Prior to Thursday's release of the GDP data by the Philippine Statistical Authority, local analysts polled by the Manila Times offered a consensus forecast of 60 percent. Overseas analysts made similar predictions of a growth rate at or just below 60 percent. The government's own less precise forecast was a range of between 6.0 and 7.0%, as that is its target for the full year. Most of these predictions were significantly influenced by GDP growth in the first quarter, which was substantially higher than expected at 6.4%. The reasons cited for the lower-than-expected result in Q2 were, in order of importance, a drop in domestic consumption, a slowdown in capital formation, representing longer-term and larger-scale business investment, and a sharp drop of 7.1% in government spending. Business spending, and to some degree consumer spending, is said to be experiencing the after-effects of the Banco Central Ang Pilipinas rapid series of interest rate hikes beginning last year in order to curb inflation. Those rate hikes did help to reduce inflation from about 8% to below 5% as of July, which helps to encourage consumer spending, but they made borrowing costs higher, which discourages larger-scale spending and business expansion. There were external factors noted as well, including general global economic instability manifesting itself largely in weaker export markets, and growing trade protectionism, such as the recent decision by India to suspend most rice exports to support its domestic market. All of those reasons are valid, but they have been valid for several quarters, and their effects may be overstated. There are a few simpler reasons that may explain the Q2 downturn better, and as a consequence, reveal it as no more than a minor wobble in the economy's otherwise stable trajectory. First, the second quarter of the year is historically the weakest quarter in terms of growth. Spending drops on the government side as the legislative year winds down and a new Congress prepares to take office, while at the same time, the executive branch is busy with preparing the next year's budget. Businesses and households typically spend less as well, most taxes are due in April to start the quarter, and the school year ends for many in June, temporarily removing those related expenditures from many households' budgets. Second, 2022 was an election year, with much of the election-related spending happening in the second quarter. Thus, the year-on-year GDP growth rate for Q2 this year was lowered somewhat by a high base effect. That only happens every three years, and of course, the effect is much more pronounced in the years following a presidential election. Third, the high inflation of the past year, although it has been steadily declining, perversely helped to boost spending and therefore GDP growth in the past few quarters simply because prices have been high. Even without additional discretionary spending, businesses and households were still spending more for their ordinary requirements. Finally, an effect that some analysts did acknowledge is the apparent end to revenge spending in the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic. The past few quarters have benefited from pent-up demand, and while it may have been difficult to predict when that fountain of deferred spending would finally run dry, it was inevitable that it would, at some point, and should not have come as a surprise. While overall economic growth for the year might end up less than was anticipated at the beginning of the year, the Philippine economy, even with the disappointing Q2 result, is still among the healthiest in the region and in Asia. The government should continue to stay the course, maintain its inflation management stance and prioritize improving the efficiency of its own spending, particularly on programs and projects that support domestic demand. Our longest trusted English newspaper since 1898. Now available digitally. computer Order the Manila Times Digital Edition. Subscribed. Get the Manila Times Digital Edition for less than 2 pesos and 50 centavos per day when you sign up for one year. The Manila Times, new source of choice. Trusted since 1898.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.